Oh, hello, folks. I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to International Waters, the transatlantic panel show that pits American and British comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale. Uh, we are coming to you um, from the middle of October 2018. Uh, currently, as we record this, Kanye West is in the White House, as is Kid Rock. Billy, you have a comment. I mean, it's just that if I was going to distract people from what I was doing, yeah. I would invite Kid Rock and Kanye over. Yeah, I think that's absolutely right. And your other comment. Oh, and for sure, 100% Kid Rock has cocaine on him in the Oval Office. There's no question about that. Uh, You're listening to International Waters. For the country that's wondering just how bad things need to get before King Arthur bothers waking up from his lengthy slumber, it is half of the sketch double act shelf and host of the comedy night, The Lol Word. It's Rachel Watkins Dowie. Hey, hello. Is it the LOL word or the lol uh, word? Yeah, lo- lol word we the, go for. The lol word. I think that's wise. <laughs> how are you? <laughs> Very well, thank you. Thank you for having us. Certainly. How are things in the United Kingdom? Uh, pretty. Yeah. Uh, Tense. Mm. Yeah. It's yeah. just whenever it's put in comparison with America, I always think fine. Yeah. We're, we're, we're doing comparatively fine. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at, at, at what point does like Dizzy Rascal show up at 10 Downing Street? Um, or would I it mean, be Stormzy? Stormzy. Yeah. Stormzy, Stormzy. yeah. We'd take Storm, but we'd be glad yeah, of it. Freshen up my references. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, also playing for the UK, the other half of Shelf and the other host of the Law Word, Ruby Clyde. Hello, Ruby. Hello. Thanks for having us. Certainly. How are you? Very well. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're all saying we're doing very well. It's not true it's for any of us, really. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're like, If you're paying attention, you're very sad. Yeah, you're, uh, you're <laughs> yeah. perpetually if you're awake, you're depressed. freaked the hell out. Team UK, I need you to come up with a buzz-in word that you feel best represents your great moment. Your great moment. Your great nation at this moment. <laughs> this is In this moment. great moment. <laughs> so the, the nearest that we could come up with, it's, a, it's really more of a sound than a word, I guess. Yeah. It's sort of like, ah. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's very accurate. Resignation. Yeah. <sighs> disgust. <laughs> yeah. Searching inside for a, a kernel of hope. Yeah, we feel you. Uh, playing for the nation that is just about to hit prime carb loading season, it is comedian and friend of International Waters, Billy Wayne Davis. Hey, everybody. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? I'm well. Good. I mean... Like we just talked about. Yeah. You considering. Know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, considering that things seem to be burning down around it us. It is that force that you have to force yourself to exercise and do things that make yeah. you happy because like when you pay attention, you're like, I don't know, I just want to go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how are you not drinking? Like how? It's I mean, if I'm being honest, cannabis. Okay. Like that's when like that it is really mm-hmm. there are days when you're like, it'd be cool to be in a blackout right now. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah. But yeah. now you just smoke a little weed, and you're like, I'm going to go run, Okay, I'll be fine. <laughs> so you run a little high. Oh, it's the best. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I had now, a little I weed lift weights or anything. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, you drop that on your, yeah, on your no, trachea. Yeah, but I want to say that because some people, when you say exercise and smoke weed, they're like, cool. And then they're like, yeah, I broke my foot. And yeah. Like, yeah, you should. 
I just mean like running or stuff like that. Sure. That's, yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I did a little. Uh, I did a little mint and uh, and like a, like a six miler a few months ago. I'm trained for a marathon, yeah. so I was like, oh, I'm going to try this out. And it was good. My pace was a little slower, but the music never sounded better. It's and you <laughs> don't stop. Do you know what yeah. I mean? If you get in a rhythm, you're just like, this is great. Mm-hmm. And then eventually your body's like, all right, we're good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We've done How'd this. How'd you get started, though? It's the getting started. Yeah, you I guys imagine. have a very yeah. different experience of weed to <laughs> what I've had with it. Oh, yeah. No, and I should, yeah, there's another preface I should say is that I don't have, my receptors are different than everyone else since I started smoking cannabis. Like, since college, people just fall out around me and mm-hmm. i was like oh do you guys want to play ping pong or do something yeah i'm very that's interested really in life right now so yeah it's it's a nice thing for me yeah that that's good. good i'll switch you on you have a teammate but he's not here yet that checks out that checks out yeah greg barrett will be joining American us, of us when he's good and ready so it falls to you billy wayne davis to come up with a buzzing word for uh, america lost 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 all right lost versus uh, uh, Am I doing that right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you got it. Uh, okay. <laughs> Comes okay. from deep within. That was better, yeah. Uh, yeah, from the diaphragm. Uh, All right, yeah. we're going to start the show with a little pop culture warm-up we like to call What's the Story? You'll be awarded two points for correct answers, one point for answers that are wrong but bring a smile to my sour face, buzzing with your buzzing words or sounds when you know the answer. Question number one is National Treasure News. Whispery-voiced animal stalker David Attenborough. Has, uh, was interviewed on the BBC's Newsnight, and he gave his advice for saving the world. Alongside cutting down on plastic and modifying our diet, what did Attenborough say we needed to stop? David Attenborough. Seems like you're out of the pond. Yeah. He's, he's <laughs> really is. Yes. No idea. Uh, so long as he's not dead, I don't really mind. As I was going to say alive forever. drink water, but you said stop. So, yeah, we got to stop doing something. We've got to stop doing something. Uh, is it uh, long-distance flying? No. No. No, it's not. Billy. Is and I'll it, give you a hint. Because is you're... it giving people that aren't musicians opioids? Ooh, no, it's not. But that's a good idea. I'm just That's my, <laughs> that's my personal opinion. It's like that's the only people we should give it's opioids a real good to idea. is musicians. Everybody yeah. else needs to <laughs> it's, Yeah, it's our guitar players, <laughs> our nation's guitar players and uh, clarinet soloists. <laughs> yes. um, actually, it was uh, procreating, population growth. Uh, yeah, he said that's uh, the tr- no. Yeah, he said people like him living longer was part of the problem. Um, but uh, he didn't uh, offer to do anything about that. For a bonus point, <laughs> in tribute to Sir David, tell me your best animal anecdote. You want me to go? I mean, you can. Okay. Uh, I was work. I uh, hosted a documentary a couple years ago about freedom or whatever, and uh, we went to this. I have a lot of questions already. Yes. it's. <laughs> I, we don't have time, but I would love to sit and tell you all about it. Um, uh-huh. So we went to this lady who moved to Nevada because all the other states wouldn't let her have her big cats. So I learned that the... Are we talking like pumas and stuff? Lions, tigers. Lions, lions. okay. Uh, like uh, all lions, all the uh, a bunch of tigers, uh-huh. and a, a wolf and some other... She's she's fun. Um, uh-huh. But I was walking through and I learned that the king of the jungle, the lion, yeah. the most accurate representation of him is the Rastafarian t-shirt you see with yeah. like a line with the dreadlocks and stuff because sure, sure. that's what they do is just chill yeah and then <laughs> everyone's scared of them but they don't do shit mm-hmm. the female does everything really yes okay yes 
So the female does the hunting and scares everybody uh-huh. and all that, and the dude's just kind of just sitting there chilling. And I said that to a lady, and she was like, yeah, no, that's, yeah, yeah. And when they make that thing like the lion does in the MGM thing, uh-huh. that's just them smelling. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Yeah. What are they okay. smelling? Yeah, just what are they the smelling? World. Just the world, yeah. Just the world. It's wow. like, are you, are you, can I eat you? What's your fucking problem? Wow. Yeah, kind of stuff, yeah. That's really interesting. I was fascinated the whole day. Yeah. UK, what you got? That is very different. I, so I, mine, mine was like a personal anecdote. Yeah. Of when I thought I'd killed my girlfriend's cat. What? Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> it was like early days, and I went round. She was like, "Oh, can you go pop to my parents and feed my cat?" And I was like, "Yeah, of course." It was like early days, so I'm not trying to impress her and do anything she asks of me. Yeah. Um, and went round, and I was like, okay, great. Got into the house, fine. She's like giving me very specific instructions. I'm um, looking around for the cat, can't see the cat. Look for the cat outside, still can't see the cat. And normally the cat very much comes up to the door. So I like, put his food out, and then was looking for him, and then find him like at the back of the garden, laid out, covered in flies. And I was like, oh, my. Because, like, oh, no. I can't, if I tell her that her cat's dead, like, she'll She'll, you can't help but blame the person who told you. Yeah, you'll yeah. be associated with Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I wanted her parents to like me because they were expecting me to be a man, and I was not. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want them to think that like lesbians cause both their daughter to be gay and their cat to die. Um, so that was that was a lot. But it turned out the cat was fine. He was just rest. I like poked him, and he, he woke up. He just Resting needed a bath. Covered in flies. Yeah. I know. I know. He's, a, he's a very old man. He's a very old cat. That's um, not... I'm old as hell, and I'm not covered in flies. <laughs> <laughs> One day, the flies will come for you. They will oh, come for you. Jesus. Well, look who's just dropped in. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. Greg Barrett. How are you? From Team US. Hello. How good to are see you? you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good, man. I Wearing look, sunglasses look. in a darkened studio. It's, um, it's a good tattoos look. galore. Yeah, I, got the, I have the clothes that I slept in. It's good. It's all it's going well. It's a good look. Yeah, Your yeah, hair yeah. looks good. These are my too. sleeping clothes, yeah. and I have them on. And yeah. I'm happy to be here, man. You are looking Fun stylish dad. as hell. Oh, you're so sweet. Sex dad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was that like? What did you say? Sex dad? Sexy dad. Oh, sexy dad. Sex dad, mother, mother. That's how I do it. Do you go when you drop your son or your daughter off at school? Do you see the dads that are there to be like you're trying to get laid at the school uh let me and I'm, I'm gonna drop a name right off the bat but colin farrell is there so you, yeah. you oh, don't yeah, have a, no it's not about you that's yeah. great <laughs> and he dresses like you would imagine him in your imagination he'll wear yeah. he's still wearing the stocking cap and the he's got oh, like yeah. a t-shirt on and pajama oh. bottoms and it's just it's awesome everybody oh. wants some and he and does look does good. like something. he looks yeah. good right it's all it's he can have it if he'd like it he can have it yeah. We're it all a, we all just sort of thankful for him that he's like he's like i'm good you yeah. guys yeah. i'm gonna say something very la i've seen him at the silver lake cheese store yeah and he's course. magnificent he's just yeah, magnificent. He's magnificent i wouldn't want to be his kid no it's like, Dad, could you just not get out of the car? Don't get out of the car. Yeah, yeah. and he's like, no, watch Now this. my day started off not Colin Farrell, Dad. I'm not <laughs> Colin Farrell. I'm Colin Farrell's kid. Now there's 50 questions about him, Bruges. Greg Barron, do you have an animal anecdote? I do. Yeah? I do Let's have one. I have one. Um, uh, it, this is the... Um, Okay, so I, we had this dog. My, my, my kid, family wanted a dog, and I didn't want a small dog. And, then we, and I said, I don't want a small dog. I want a dog dog. And uh, no one in my family listens to me. So we got a small dog yeah. uh, from, the, from the rescue. Yep. And uh, and it only liked me. It only mm-hmm. wanted to be my friend. And I was like, get away from me. We're not friends. <laughs> we're not friends. I don't care if you think I'm cool. And the more alpha male I became, the more the dog was like, I, you are my shit. I am all up in you. You uh-huh. are my shit. So anyway, one night I came home. I had been on the road. 
And I hadn't gotten a real nice greeting from my family and from my wife and from my girls. And I felt like, wow, man, what's the deal? Uh, but the dog came right up on the bed and sat down, laid down next to me every night, laid down next to me. I thought, you know what, I'm going to, all right, I get it. So I I, uh, I reached out. It was where I'm in the dark, and I reached out, and she likes to be rubbed right behind the ear, and I'm just scratching her ear, and I'm scratching her ear, and I'm just rubbing it, and it's right, right under the jaw. And then I went, wait a minute. That's not her jaw. That's her tail. And for... <laughs> Maybe five minutes, just rubbing her butthole, just rubbing, just rubbing. <laughs> She's know. loving it. She was making a sound. She made a sound. Too. She made a sound that I was like, I think that feels like a cat sound. Yeah. It was just a like it was, a, and I was like, oh my god. And then I panicked because I realized, uh, and then it was just awkward. Yeah. Next day in the hallway. And that's your relationship now. Totally different. It's, it's better. Yeah. It's it's okay. You know, okay. we got through it. Um, wow. uh, we were both we both uh, just uh, you know facing some fears we hadn't you know bridges we hadn't crossed, and now sure. we crossed them. I get it. UK. Um, so, okay, when I was uh, 14, I did yeah. a sort of internship, like work experience thing at a vet. Yeah. And, um, you know, my parents were like, oh, yeah, be careful because, you know, working at a vet can be like very like emotionally taxing. And I was like, no, no way. Like, I'm 14. They're not going to make me kill anything. I assumed wrong. <laughs> and, oh, no. Yeah. On the first day, a kid came in with a baby rabbit. So this kid had this like emotional, tearful goodbye to the rabbit. Mm-hmm. And then he left and I was like, great. So now I'll put this rabbit down and walk away and close the door. And she was like, no, no, hold it still. <sighs> and so she, I, I held the rabbit down and yeah, I guess I didn't technically pull the trigger, but I was uh, complicit. Wow. And now you have four good luck charms. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there you go. You Look see at the that. necklace I'm yeah. wearing right now. Yeah, it's horrifying. Yeah, wow. Yeah, you just Ed gained that. You just mm-hmm. made something out of. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people throw that away, but Ed gained the it. Ed Gein right. School of sure. Positivity. That's right. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna take. That. I'm gonna take that. I may have murdered you, but I've got lampshades to make nice. and a couple of legs for a table. So the point goes stuff. to Mr. Davis for teaching me something I did not know. Um, I'm a little bummed out. I'm hoping question two will bring me back up in one tween to rule us all news. While summer vacations often mean returning home with various trinkets, stuff from the places you visit, an eight-year-old girl in Sweden found uh, a little something more interesting than a uh, bikini inspector hat while swimming near her family's vacation home. What did she find? Oh, it's the Beowulf lost. Um, That's the the Beowulf sword. Yeah, a sword. Yeah, a sword. Uh, Eight-year-old Saga Vanacek, I don't know if I'm saying that right, uh, who's presumably named with the explicit expectation that she would one day find a sword, fulfilled her destiny by discovering one in a lake. Experts initially believed the relic was a thousand years old. Upon more inspection, they think it might actually be 500 years older than that, dating it to pre-Viking times, just around the time Romans were showing up in, uh, in Great Britain with Bibles and... Uh, and more swords. So there you go. Points galore for, uh, for Mr. Davis. At the end of that round, the U.S. has three. The U.K. has none at all. That makes sense. <laughs> none at all. I expect that to say very much the same. I'm going to change that for you. Okay. <laughs> now it's time for a round we're calling hashtag Markdown Chat Up. It is Thanksgiving time in the United States, which means that it's, uh, it's time for the most notorious of retail holidays in both of our nations, Black Friday. Where all of your friends will post smug memes online about spending time with their family while also posting about how much they hate their family. But that also means it's cuffing season, the time of year when the loneliest of hearts just want someone to hold clothes for mistletoe. 
New Year's Eve and then not let go until after Valentine's Day. It's kind of sociopathic. But for all those pathetic single souls out there who still haven't found that good enough for the next few months partner, what better opportunity than in line outside your favorite big box retailer. So today we are asking you to help those cute up cuties out there make the first move by giving us your best Black Friday themed pickup or chat up lines. You could say something like, hey, is there a price on, on my pants? Because they're dropping. Or uh, if you're looking for a bargain, my clothes are half off. It's a lot about clothes. Wow. <laughs> or, uh, you know, once you go Black uh-huh. Friday, you can't go back Friday. Okay, you can do better. <laughs> so let's put some time on the clock and let's start. Uh, if I was a store on Black Friday, I'd go bust because I'd only let you in. Ooh, oh, yeah. Man, dude, yeah, 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 yeah. Point I to you. I think that point one's sexy. Yeah. Point yeah, to you. I, so. I disagree, but point to you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, girl, I'm like Black Friday. I know you don't really want me, but in some ways there is there's no reason not to have me. <laughs> wow, yeah. Mm, that feels... Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I will give you a point just because Thank you really... That, that hit me deep. She made me think. <laughs> yeah. I would just say, are you here ironically? But I don't think anyone does. <laughs> I'm just here to laugh at the humanity. But have, then, you, have you done a, a, a Best Buy, a Circuit City on Black Friday? No. No, I don't I want either. anything that... I don't like anything that much. I don't like I don't anything either. enough for a line. I don't either. I got kicked off a morning show in Arkansas because I made fun of the host for going to one. Really? Yeah, he got mad. Kicked off? Yeah, he was like... Oh, it was like He wasn't like... But it was... He ended the segment and then my time in the studio was up. Wow. And then the next time I went through to promote the show... He was. He called in sick, and then the the his partner was like, "It's because of you. You made him mad." Wow, <laughs> so thin skinned I did. Yeah, it was very frugal. strange because he was like freaking out about getting a Super Nintendo, and I was like, "Do you not? Are you not aware of the internet?" Yeah, and that's all <laughs> I said, and he got a big laugh, and then he was done. Oh boy, and I, wow. uh, how thin skinned He does not sound like the kind of guy you want to meet at a sale either. No, no. he sounds angry. Sounds yeah, he was. He's got issues. Okay. Anger issues. All right, you know what? Five points to the UK for actually playing that round. Yeah, they did. I, I yeah. really, I just, I, 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 my whole brain just exploded. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I could it's think okay. of was, uh, this will be the best line you'll be in all day. But, Ooh. But then that would go back to the yeah, structure. No, I, 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 I like that both the men you, were like, we're not just, we're not going to try to pick anybody up right now. That's yeah, right. That's if I was, you're negging us You're negging us. That's right. If I'm a single guy, I'm just standing there going, can you go ahead? Go ahead. Just please, everyone, go ahead. I'm so sorry. All right. Well, the UK has five, the US has three. We're going to take a little break. We'll be right back. Since the dawn of time, screenwriters have taken months to craft their stories. But now, three Hollywood professionals shall attempt the impossible. Break a story in one hour. That's right. Here on Story Break, I, Freddie Wong, Matt Arnold, and Will Campos, the creators behind award-winning shows like Video Game High School, have one hour to turn a humble idea into an awesome movie. Now, an awesome movie starts with an awesome title. I chose The Billionaire's Marriage Valley. Mine was Christmas Pregnant Paradise. (laughs) Okay, next we need a protagonist. So I've heard Wario best described as libertarian, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, every great movie needs a stellar pitch. In order to to get to heaven, sometimes you gotta raise a little hell. Oh, that's the tagline! <laughs> Check out Story Break every week on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome back! 
You're listening oh, wow. to International Waters. Are you rested after that break? Yeah, I feel really good. Good, me too. <laughs> I am your host, Dave Holmes, with us playing for the US of A, Billy Wayne Davis and Greg Barrett, playing for the UK, Rachel Watkins Dowie and Ruby Clyde. This episode will drop in November, which sees the release of the movie Bohemian Rhapsody. That is not a direct adaptation of the song. We see a live-action film about a murderer who calls his mom and does some shadow puppetry and takes a fatalistic view of the wind direction. Watch no. that movie. I know. How has that not happened yeah, yet? That, so yeah. How is there not right. like a Netflix limited missing, edition reboot it. of yeah. the song? Here's the deal, though. Uh, the film is still credited to director Brian Singer, who by the time this episode drops might be revealed to be, well, kind of a creep. Uh, we do not support the actions of director Brian Singer. We do, however, support the actions of Queen and Freddie Mercury. Let's keep their spirit alive. Anyway, to mark the occasion, we're going to do a special version of our round, This Thing or That Thing, where we ask you, lyric from a Queen song or something a Queen from a Shakespeare play has said. Oh, that's great. <laughs> it's good, right? Really good. so good. Yeah. Really good. We'll go in turn. Okay. Team US, you are up first. Is this a lyric by Queen or a line from a Shakespearean Queen? Mm-mm-mm. I was told a million times of all the people in my way... How I had to keep on trying and get better every day. Queen. Queen. That was Queen. Keep yourself alive. Team UK, you are next. Four days will quickly steep themselves in night. Four nights will quickly dream away the time. Shakespeare. That is from uh, Queen Hippolyte Lita. I don't know how to say that. That degree Uh, was a career waste, but not a waste for this one podcast. Nice. (laughs) A Midsummer Night's Dream. Team US, my body's aching, but I cannot sleep. My dreams are all the company I keep. Oh, shit. I'm going to go with Queen. That was Queen, Mother Dear. Oh, nice. Good on you. Yeah, we, had, a... we had a feeling you might be a ringer on this one. <laughs> Team UK, <laughs> to bed, to bed, there's knocking at the gate. Come, 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 give me your hand. Shakespeare and Macbeth, Lady Macbeth. <laughs> oh, nice. Christ. If British people word had rhymed, it could have been Queen. True. You know, <laughs> yeah, could have been. Come, come, we were headed to a thing. Yeah, we Freddie were... Mercury, he, he didn't make it hard for you to know what he wanted. Yeah, he said come four times in a row, certainly <laughs> yeah. in his real life. That's right. And he <laughs> likes to ride his bicycle. I mean, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, Team US, <laughs> his delights were dolphin-like. They showed his back. Uh, that is Shakespeare. That is Cleopatra from Anthony and Cleopatra. Man, Team UK, glad Greg showed my that. kingdom for a horse. Is it like a trick question? It's both. I think it might be both because that is in Shakespeare. Shakespeare. But well, it maybe is. Maybe also a queen. I think well, it's, it's what Kanye said today in the Oval Office. <laughs> no. Here's the deal. I'm going to give you half a point for that one because it is queen from Lily of the Valley, and it was spoken in Shakespeare but by a king. Oh, so you're sort of half right. Yeah. Okay. Can I get Do an you, extra point if I guess that it's Henry the Fourth? Um, <laughs> oh, man. I'm, I'm going to – Sure. You get another half point, also, so that makes it a full point. I have no idea how unemployable uh, I am, but yeah. this is cheering me up. Yeah, and you have no idea how much I don't know. Uh, whether you're right or wrong. <laughs> you could just say anything. Yeah, we'd be like, yep. Oh, okay. yeah, no, that sounds right. You sound authoritative. <laughs> yeah. Team US, Oberon and Titania watched by a harridan. Mab is the queen, and there's a good apothecary man. I mean... I'm going to say queen. I mean, I'd like to, I'd like to say it, not, not queen. Oh, man. Oh, I'm going to go with you I think because it's I don't queen. know shit. I should have listened to Billy Wayne. Yay! That was Queen. Oh, no! Don't get Carry Man is what oh, threw me Carry Man, yeah. Oh, that's man. what threw me. That's when yeah. I was like, I just don't think Shakespeare knew what the fuck that was. That's no, because you know, it was a, a, the Apothecary in Romeo and Juliet. Son of a bitch. Yeah, that's okay. why I thought it was. Well, the, but it yeah. wasn't. 
Apothecary, I mean, that drugs are quick. It was queen. From the fairy feller's master stroke, which I don't know what that means. Uh, Team UK, you know that every day a helpless child is born who needs some loving care inside a happy home. That's Queen. Yeah, that's Queen. It was Queen. Like queen From Is This the World We Created? Team US, wars will never cease. Is there time enough for peace? Queen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was Queen from Lily of the Valley. Yeah. Team UK, Serpent of the Nile, relieve me for a while. Maybe I, I think it's Shakespeare. Shakespeare yeah. yeah, you're close. It was Queen from Lily. <laughs> <laughs> you're close. It was Queen. It was yeah. the other one. Fifty-fifty chance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at the end of that round, here are our scores. UK's got nine. The US has seven. Let's move yes. right on to our next round. This is a round we are calling Don't Stop Me Now because we are not quite done with Queen yet. After <laughs> yeah. all, Freddie Mercury could never be contained within just a single round. He would have to, if you'll have it, break free. While Bohemian Rhapsody may be the long-awaited Queen biopic, it is hardly the first... And by the way, it's biopic. People who say biopic need to get the fuck out. (laughs) People say biopic? I Like, one in ten people says biopic, and it drives me fucking crazy. That's a great you're no longer my friend moment. Oh, it's nuts, right? We gotta be done. You're just like, you've been hiding your stupid for so long. For so long. Yeah. I just didn't see that coming. I just didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I've heard the argument for biopic, which is that it's you know bio whatever like biography, like oh, we say no. it that way. No. no, but no, it's biopic. Anyway, it's hardly the first time the band has been featured heavily on either the big or small screen. In this round, we're going to do a series of questions about Queen songs that have been adapted to other media. There is no need to buzz in for this one. The questions will be asked at each team individually. In Team US, we will start with you. Not only is Bohemian Rhapsody one of Queen's biggest hits, the song is also famously impossible for bands to cover. It's even tough for Queen to perform live. It's often performed as part of a medley. But that did not stop the Muppets from giving it a go when they launched their YouTube channel in 2009. Let's hear a little clip. Mama! (laughs) Mama? Yeah! Mama! Was that the same day they shut down the YouTube channel? Yeah, I think that was. They immediately ran out of ideas. That was, of course, a gag using animal to gloss over the fact that, again, this is a verse about a murderer confessing to his own mother. But the Muppets were not the first comedy act to do a cover of the song. Which famous musical comedy act recorded a polka version in 1993? What comedy act does polka versions of shit? A Weird Al? Weird Al Al Yankovic, yes. Oh, is it comedy (laughs) act? That's what threw me off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) You said my mother would. What? Come on, guys. What? Yeah. Let's get it together, guys. Comedy dad was mad. Yeah. Comedy teacher was mad at us. Yeah. (laughs) Know your history. (laughs) That was on his uh, album Alapalooza. Let's hear a little bit of uh, Bohemian polka until I get sick of it. Okay. Yeah. No, we heard it. We got it. We got it. We got it. We got it. I always fast forwarded those songs too, every time. We got it. If I'm being honest, I was, like, I was like, I don't care about that. Uh, you know, it's like biopic. You know, it's another thing that just like you are you are disqualified from my friendship. Doing a Weird Al song at karaoke. Don't do it. Just don't, don't do it. Yeah. What? Why That's would you do it? Too many shades out. That's yeah. too many shades out. It's too many out. shades out. Yeah. 
That's exactly yeah. right. I yeah. couldn't quite put my finger on why, it's, but it's yeah. too many shades. Yeah. Yeah. Team UK, this one's for you. <laughs> Unless you do this Denzel Washington, then maybe I'm in. Then it's so verses. many if you say, shades this, out. Yeah. You, yeah. yeah, you have to keep going. I yeah. agree. Right, yeah. right. right. <laughs> so, okay, Team UK, <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody famously gained new life in the 1990s with Wayne's World. We Will Rock You is contractually obligated under global law to appear <laughs> in any movie featuring a competitive game like Mighty Ducks, A Knight's Tale, Revenge of the Nerds. Sadly, it is not contractually obligated to be used in every Dwayne Johnson movie, but it should be. (laughs) However, Queen was not content to just have their songs reused. They recorded music specifically for the soundtrack to two different 80s science fiction films. Team UK, can you name both of those films? So I was born in 1994. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. Is that true? Is that true? Yeah, that's true. I need you to get the fuck out of here. Get out. Get out. Yeah. You guys are talking about taking your kids to is school. That, is that, are you Colin talking about Farrell. that's when you were like born again as a Christian? Or as a <laughs> you were no, born, born in a year when I had bills in my name. She's that's as old uh, really as crazy. Wow. Kurt Cobain is dead. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. how I describe my age too. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Well then, so, can you name one of those movies? Say it again. What was the question? It's 1980s um, sci-fi film. Queens 1980s were, sci-fi film. Yeah, they recorded music specifically for the soundtracks of two different 80s science fiction films. Oh, War of oh. the Worlds was a film? No. 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 <laughs> science fiction films. I can't think of any. All I can think of is E.T. Oh, I, don't no, think it's, no, I don't think it was no. E.T. That would have been no. an interesting take. <laughs> yeah. No. You know what? To steal Team U.S., got to get them both, though. I know, Gotta get them both. I, I know that one is Flash Gordon. Of course, right? Flash Gordon. Yes. Um, after that, it starts to thin for me. Uh, yeah. Uh, what do you What do you say? I would just kept guessing in my head. I don't know why it just keeps showing up. It's just weird science is all that shows up in my head. No. I know it's oh, not no. right, but it makes me laugh. No, they also yeah. did uh, Who Wants to Live Forever from Highlander. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah that no, never gotten that gun to my head. That would have been the end of it. Not as good as their kids. theme to the uh, movie Flash Gordon, which we should hear some of right now. I saw that. I saw that movie <laughs> that so in the sense. theater. <laughs> I saw that movie in the theater with my father, Team UK, before any of your parents met each other. <laughs> wow, that's amazing! Wow. Oh, okay. That is mad. Team U.S., this one's for you. Were Science they all fiction. down with that when they went to the studio? Was one of the guys like, really? Are we really doing this? Are we really doing oh, that? Oh, it's, well, it's such a beautiful it moment, though. Like it is kind of great. Like, no, it is. But oh. I, could see, I could see not getting behind it. Hey, yes, yeah. yes. No, there's a, there is a percentage yeah, of people being like, the movie? I don't, yeah. this is not what you I thought this was going to be. You could get it wrong real quick. Yeah. Uh, Team U.S., science fiction is a natural home for Queen's larger-than-life sound. Also, as a way of showing how their music is timeless and sure to endure deep into our future, which is where we found this jazzy cover of Don't Stop Me Now. I'm a shooting star leaping through the sky Like a tiger defying the laws of gravity I'm a racing car passing by I am, I am so ready for that vocal style to fall out of fashion Where you can just... <laughs> My my sixteen year old who is why I'm late this morning and the reason I love her is that she imitates she does an imitation of that mm-hmm. the voice 
so fantastically. Yeah. Anytime someone sings like that on the radio, she starts doing it, and I'm like, oh my god, you nailed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, who's she making fun no, of it? That it's in yeah. her butt. Yeah. Yeah, she's making fun oh, okay. of it. Oh no, yeah, she's yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. that looks like she's like, isn't that great? And you're like, that's the funniest no, thing I've ever heard. Oh, she's like that. She goes, does anyone have a? <laughs> she goes, uh, does anyone have a ukulele? We could do this with a uke. Uh, yeah, oh. let's do. Yeah, let's do a. Let's cover a, a hip hop. Very song. cynical, my sixteen. Well, it's that. It's that sound of like, did did your mom give you cigarettes at like ten? Yeah. She's like, can just anyway. <laughs> <laughs> TBS, that version uh, was performed by British pop mus- musician Foxes on a uh, futuristic version of the Orient Express on what popular TV series? They would have a futuristic version of things. Or a way in the past Black version Mirror. of things. Doctor Who? Doctor Who is correct! Yay. Oh. Yep. Yeah, it uh, featured the song on the episode Mummy on the Orient Express. Team UK, are you Doctor Who people? No. <laughs> I'm saying you guys definitely really know either. more about either. I'm so UK glad than us. Guest. Yeah. 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 Do people really watch like the Christmas episode of Doctor Who and all that kind of thing, or is that just a bunch of hooey? Oh no, they absolutely do. Yeah, they yeah. definitely. It, do. It's really big. Really? Yeah, it often makes like front page news when there's like a new Doctor Who. Sure. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Doctor Who's a lady now, right? Doctor Who yeah. is a she. Really? Yeah. I think that's awesome. Yeah, from Downton Abbey, right? Yeah, she's right. Is she from Downton Abbey? I think she is. Is she from Downton Abbey? Yeah, isn't she? Everyone's on Downton Abbey. I guess yeah. so. She's a downstairs maid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, like, uh, mm-hmm. it's like the UK's yeah. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yes. Like yes, it is. <laughs> Holy oh my shit. God, it is. The UK's Fast Times Ridgemont High. Dude, that's amazing. Yeah, You're right. Dazed and confused. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> uh, Team UK, question number four is for you. Speaking of futuristic stories, Queen's music was also adapted into a long-running stage musical production, We Will Rock You. Featuring bohemian rockers struggling with free thought and expression in a distant dystopian future, let's hear a clip from that stage production original cast album. Anybody find me somebody to That was children in the background. If, but if not, Joyful children. If not for those, uh, what do they call them now? Jukebox musicals. Mm-hmm. Where where would the second, third, and fifth place, the Star Search people, what would they do? What yeah. would anyone from Star Search well, do? That yeah. is a good point. Or X Factor. There's only so go. many Broadway the winner shows. of yeah. X Factor do. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, so that was the adaptation of Somebody to Love, sung by one of the show's two lead characters, revealed, and we're going to spoil the ending of this show, that none of us has ever seen or ever will, uh, to be distant reincarnations of Freddie Mercury and Brian May. Team UK, can you name either of those two characters, either of the lead characters from <laughs> We Will Rock You? Uh, what's the name of the guy in Bohemian Rhapsody who's like, free me? What's Figaro? Ah, uh, no, no, no. That's, I've misunderstood. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> Now we're gonna have to. Um, <laughs> say, Daniel, you, you said you Just said, say said the answer. You had the answer. Figaro, Figaro. Oh, it's Figaro. Figaro. Yes, yes. That was yes. Figaro. We were not. Is the male lead? Oh, I can't believe that. Oh, the reincarnation word. of Freddie. Uh, the person singing that song was the female reincarnation of Brian May, Scaramouche. Oh, I could have got that. Sounds, that. That makes a lot of sense now that nose. you say it. <laughs> that sounds very, very on the nose. I'd probably love it. Uh, okay, we are finished with Queen. Something I wish Queen would say. Uh, 
Um, <laughs> oh, no. Some of that, uh, the questions in that round may have been somewhat easy, but sometimes you just need an excuse to play a bunch of Queen music. Don't you think? It was nice. Yeah. Uh, at the end of that round, here are the scores. The UK's got 10. The US has nine. Oh, it's very close. Ooh. It's very close. We'll be right back with our next round after this. How does this sound? A weekend on a beautiful mountaintop in California. You wake up, eat a tasty meal with some new friends, some old friends, maybe the host of your favorite podcasts. After that, it's a couple of inspiring classes, spectacular podcast tapings, a hilarious stand-up showcase, a dance party, and more. And s'mores! All of this can be yours at Max FunCon, returning to Lake Arrowhead next June. Tickets go on sale Friday, November 23rd. Put that on your calendar because Max FunCon tickets always sell out. Get a head start planning your next summer vacation and go to maxfuncon.com to learn more. Hey, welcome back. Now it's time for our final round. Now I know both teams have tried super duper hard, and I want you to know it's been as useless as expecting the U.S. Supreme Court to make another good decision in our lifetimes because the winner of the final round will receive one million points. This could decide the whole thing. Okay. Uh, This round is a favorite of ours. It's called Reboot to the Head. This is where we try to get in on the cash grab that is Hollywood's desire to reboot everything it can get its fucking hands on. Mm. In this round, we give you a classic of cinema from one or both of our respective nations and force you to revamp it for a modern audience. This is a newer version of the game than previous ones where we will actually assign you a movie from one genre and force you to reboot it to work more as another, like when 21 Jump Street became a comedy or Psycho became tiresome. Uh, Team UK, (laughs) Team US, I'm going to have you go first. I am putting two minutes on the clock. You will be giving us a reboot of a movie that has a sequel due out in theaters this holiday season, Mary Poppins. This sequel will fit the same musical, whimsical vibe of the original, but while that might actually be the exact right tone that our cynical and terrified masses need at this particular moment in time, we're going to go the other way. We're going to have you uh, make make a gritty, hard-boiled remake of Mary Poppins. Poppins is back. She means business. You will cast Mary. You'll tell us your ideal casting choice for the nanny from hell, what her mission on earth is, and just how she uses that umbrella to get her way. You'll have two minutes. Your time starts now. I like that she's come back working for an oligarch. Oh, yeah. But I also like it if it's an Armageddon. Without a doubt, it's the last oligarch who's in charge of the Armageddon times. Yeah, yeah. And she's she's infiltrated the man's house. That's right. That's right. It's called Popageddon. And uh, it doesn't have to be. That's just a I like it. It'll work. That will work. That's an ink. That's an ink. Yeah. You said Um, it as a joke and everybody went with it. Okay. Good. We'll do it. We'll we'll, we'll do it. Um, uh, We need to cast it. You know, we're we're trying to uh, diversify. Uh, Laverne Cox. I love it. As Mary Poppins. Mm -hmm. Poppins. Uh, Working for an oligarch. Right. Where? What time frame? The not too distant future. Yeah, not too distant Mm -hmm. future. Just, uh, yeah, just a little bit after the Trump presidency. So next summer. And Mm -hmm. he's, the man has moved into the White House. Yeah. Yes. And she's cleaning up the White House. That's right. And the world. That's Uh right. Yeah. Uh And there's a, and there's a guy who's a, he's a, well, they used to be a chimney sweep, but it's just, he moves dead bodies out of the way. Sure. From the, you know what I mean? He's a dead a, yeah. body mover? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. his name. Sure. Yeah, and he so. sings while yeah. he does it. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, who is she in charge of? 
uh, she's going to lead the rebellion from uh, with, with the, the kids are going to rebel against the uh-huh. uh, the oligarch uh-huh. from the east. Yeah, it's wing. different. They don't want they don't want their dead to like them and spend time with them. They want to find them and kill them. Okay, Ooh, that's, that's fair. One. That's yeah. fair. Yeah, I like right? that a lot. Yes, uh-huh. yeah, yes. Okay. Uh, and uh, and of course, uh, with the guy who was the chimney body sweep, the body sweep, the, body. A, the body sweep is uh, of course of, of the people, and they and, and, and so uh, by the rock, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. By the rock, yes. by the rock. And what's her what's her signature trick? The umbrella poof. Wait, and how does how does that work? I don't know. It, hope come, <laughs> but ho- hope comes out of it for just a moment. Just a yeah. little bit of hope. Just, yeah. it's, it's like a glitter sprinkle of hope. Yeah. Obama's <laughs> face comes out and then pops back in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But every time she does it, they do the the Michael Bay hero shot where mm-hmm. the umbrella goes up and then she goes up and the camera circles around and tilts up. So I love that. That comes oh, up. That's yeah. fun. That's yeah. fun. Well, all right, your time is up. Uh, on my to-do list, just for the, for like the sort of medium future, was like go out and pitch ideas with Billy Wayne. I'm going to cross that off now. Okay, because you did really just give up. I did. I don't know. What that is. <laughs> I'm usually if I'm going into a pitch, I know what I'm going to pitch. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I have done that where in the middle I just start making stuff up, and mm-hmm. then this old MTV lady was like, "That sounds great," and then she followed up and I was like, "I have no idea." What what, we, yeah, what, was, what did I pitch? No what I idea. Pitch? And it doesn't matter because they're not going to make it anyway. Right? Yeah, exactly. You know, I didn't worry about it a lot, but I yeah. just found it very funny. I was like, oh, I don't know what I said at the end that yeah. you liked. So. Team UK, you are up. I'm going to have you go the exact opposite way with this one. Today, you will be covering another film about a helpful stranger who arrives out of nowhere and helps save those in need. That's right. You will be making us a wholesome musical reboot to add to the Mad Max family of films. Who are you casting as Max? What kind of songs will be sung over the gasoline-soaked violence extravaganzas? What sort of lessons will Max teach the hoarding marauders of the post-apocalyptic wasteland? Which characters will be animated? Who does Dick Van Dyke play? <laughs> you have two minutes on the clock, and they start now. Cool. So, so we, did, we haven't seen Mad Max, as has been the theme of no. this. Oh. Um, so we just watched the trailer, I believe, probably to the newer one, which maybe isn't what was expected. Um, but we got the gist. They're all we about get the, idea. the same. We yeah. get the idea. So from what we can like glean, Mad Max is set at like Burning Man. Uh-huh. So we thought in our recreation, it's set in Glastonbury. Yeah. Um, and it's called Nice Max. Oh. And it's about a nice guy who's trying to help women get legitimate recognition in the music industry. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Um, <laughs> the main thing we picked up from the trailer was that there's this one bit where uh, some women say that they're not property. And we're like, great, they can sing Independent Women by uh-huh. Destiny's Child. Oh, that's fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, Charlize Theron is their badass manager. doesn't take any shit. Okay. Yeah. We love that. Love it. Yeah. Um, and it's teaching yeah. about, you know, it's Nike's Max. And we also get that thing if he's like, oh... I've done everything for you. Why won't you sleep with me? And when we start to learn about that nice guy syndrome as well, sure. that's like a sort of undercurrent theme. Yeah, of it. I love yeah. this. Man, I've already. Yeah. I feel like I watched the trailer five times already. I love yeah. it. Yeah. I can't <laughs> wait for this to come out. Talk to me about the and color then, palette. So oh, like very brown, vibrant. Browns and greens. <laughs> Obviously, the original sort of oranges and reds mm-hmm. from what we saw. Yeah. Um, this is very much like browns and greens. Sort of less sort of violence and explosions. More kind of getting stuck in that Glastonbury mud. Uh-huh. You know, it's a slow-paced film. This one, but a lot of learning. I think. So much learning yeah. and growing. Um, yeah. And Tom Hardy, he's he's out. He's too much. Um, instead, as Nice Max, we want to cast that cute little Twinkie kid that played Spider-Man. Yeah, any of them. Yeah, any of them. Anyone who's ever gone in for Twinkie Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh man, I can I can see a Timothée Chalamet. 
in this one? My daughter would go nuts. For oh, I love yeah. We're all going to go nuts when this movie comes out. We said that on a podcast. Um, and just real quick, what's nice Max's uh, catchphrase? Uh, Need a hand. <laughs> there it is. Need a hand. Need a, Need a hand. hand. Need a hand? I'll give it to you. I'm so tiny and twinky. I love it. You guys, I mean, there's really no need even to, like, tally the points in my head. Team UK, you ran off with it. Yeah. Million points oh, to you. Yeah. Congratulations. Really? The law Thank word. You. It is an honor. Uh, is victorious. Um, all right. So now before we finish, um, do you have anything that you want to plug? And then to offset the ego karma, something someone else did that you want to bring the attention of the world to. Ruby. Uh, so things to plug, I guess. Um, our Twitter handle is at Shelf Comedy, if mm-hmm. that's if that's your bag. Mm-hmm. And uh, in terms of things that other people have done, I mean, they don't really need any more attention. But I just played uh, Uncharted Four for the first time. It's a wonderful game. Oh. I recommend it to anyone. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Very good. All right, Rachel. Uh, yeah. So um, same as Ruby, basically our Twitter handle at Shelf Comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do it, do the same thing. So we're plugging the same things, or on Instagram also because I get to do more on Instagram. Um, and then other things that I've seen and liked is the squash at the Tate Gallery. Um, if you guys have heard of that, it's great. It's a very UK specific thing. <laughs> no, UK specific. I don't know what that is, but it's brilliant. Okay. It's a lady who wears a squash hat, and uh, it's very hard to explain. Okay. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. I just, I just had a lot of questions, but now I think you've, you've pretty much answered them all. Um, <laughs> Greg. Uh, I, uh, I have a series on uh, Instagram, and by that I mean I own a phone, and I do it in my <laughs> attic. It's called Lonely Ghost Attic Stay-at-Home Candy Review. I did uh-huh. six of them. I picked myself up for next season. Oh, nice. Uh, Congratulations. I a short film as a, um, as a, I'm making a short film as a trailer for six more episodes where I yell at candy. Uh-huh. And um, and I really I mean probably late to the game, but I watched uh, Local Forty Nine yesterday, Local which is 49. a series on um, uh, on um, uh, what is the is it Prime? What's the one that Comedy Bang Bang's on? Uh, uh, IFC. IFC. It's on IFC, and it is about a it's about a lo- it's about a kid uh, 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 who's a lost surfer who uh, winds up at a men's lodge. Oh, Lodge Forty Nine. What I say. Ladder. Local 49. Lo- Lodge 49 is what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, what? That's okay. No, I thought it was no, a firefighting thing at yeah, first. It's, That's what I thought it was. Uh, yeah. Have you seen it? I have not. It's, uh, it's fantastic. Okay. It's, it's everything okay. that you couldn't pitch in a meeting and people go, that sounds... We can't make that, and they made it. So okay, that's good. Well, Love I'm it. Okay, on that. Sorry, uh, Lodge Forty Nine is actually on AMC. 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 It's so actually I on AMC. Was a, I knew there was a C in it. So, but other than the name channel. and where it is, I don't think you watched it at all. Yeah, and I don't think it's about a bus ad as you drove by on the way here. Oh, man, and you're like Lodge Fifty Two. That's why I like this so much. It's super short. That's what it was. <laughs> it was the bus yeah. ad. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Ride a bus is what <laughs> I'm trying to say. You should get on a bus. I recommend those. Greg recommends a bus. Billy Wayne Davis, how about you? Uh, you can find me on uh, just at Billy Wayne Davis on any of the social things. I'm going touring the Midwest in a couple weeks, so come to those shows. Uh-huh. Uh, as far as the plug for something I didn't do, that documentary, it's on Hulu right now called Active Measures. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have watched it, but no. it's political, and it really breaks down what Putin has done around the world and how he's done it. Yeah. And... It's as scary as it is, like, if you like to just know what's happening, which kind of calms you down uh-huh. as far as the chaos. It, But then when you really think about it, you're like, well, this is, I mean, 
it's good that they have a plan, but it's not good uh-huh. what they're doing with the plan. Right. But it breaks it down, and they interview both sides. It's you should watch it. Okay. It, during the daytime. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What's it called again? Active measures. Active measures. Yeah. Active measures. All right. Uh, I'm Dave Holmes. I'm on Twitter at Dave Holmes. I would like to recommend. Oh God. Um, I am reading the Scotty Bowers book, Full Service. You know about this guy? No. He was uh, – there's a documentary about him too called Scotty and the Secret History of Hollywood. And he, he was like oh. this pretty guy who like uh, after World War II moved to L.A. and like – and started working at a gas station right where the fire station is now on like Van Ness and Hollywood. Yeah. And Walter Pigeon came by and was like, would you like to come home with me? And took him home. And, uh, and he was like, oh, like I'm hot. People want to have sex with me. So he started like <laughs> – selling himself and then like other young boys who were coming back from the war who wanted to like who just didn't know know what they wanted to do would come to Hollywood and if they were hot he would hire them at the the filling station which then sort of became a brothel and there was a a motel nearby and these these the men aren't necessarily gay they're sort of pansexual (laughs) but it's this like it's this group of like pretty young boys in the mid 40s like having sex with Randolph Scott and Spencer Tracy and stuff like that. And don't they, wasn't he like supplying parties, right? Like, yeah, basically wanted, if a guy's wanted to have parties, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he he was like, and I I met him recently. He's 92 and he a hundred percent hit on me. And, uh, and he's just like, he's real good. He's like, um, (laughs) a savant for like hooking you up with somebody you would want to have sex with. Like, That's incredible. Like, like where he's like yeah. not good at conversation, but he's Man, like you two should. Oh, do. but he's good at conversation. But he's also just got this like next level ability to like. I kind of wanted to. Well, anyway. I like that they call it the filling station too. Well, it's not it's, really called that, but, but I did that, and that's probably there's a reason for that. I just like he found his gift early and went. Oh, with it, it, and not just, questioned. It, it. Didn't mm-hmm. even question it. Just started yeah. to, and it expanded. The, yeah, <laughs> but the universe will provide if you trust yeah. if you listen. Yeah, but the thing is, he also a little bit like cannot lie. So that's the trade-off. Well, uh, it's a, <laughs> trust me, I love, and it. it's overrated. It's, yeah, it, that it hurts. It hurts. <laughs> well, folks, Rachel, Ruby, Billy Wayne, Greg, thank you so much for playing International Waters. You there with the headphones? Thank you for listening. This has been fun. We'll see you next time on International Waters. Bye. You've been listening to International Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing. We're Greg Barrent. Yes, Greg Barron. Billy Wayne Davis. Yes, Greg Barron. Ruby Clyde. <laughs> Greg Barron. Yeah. And Rachel Watkins Dowie. <laughs> Greg Barron. Oh, man. <laughs> music is USA versus White Noise by Greg Barron. Thanks to them for letting us use it. It's actually Ladytron. Uh, if you have not yet left us a review on Apple Podcasts, please do it now. Let's just get the word out to new listeners. Uh, the show was recorded at Guilt Free Post in London by John Purcell Shackleton and at Max Fun HQ in Los Angeles. The script was written by Riley Silverman and Jean Luc Roberts, and our producers are Kristen Duenas and Laura Swisher. And we'd like for you to save us the wishbone. Bye. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.